You're listening to the Pinball Podcast Location Feature Series. Hey everybody, this is Jessica, and with me today I have Rachel from Electric Bat Arcade. Hey Rachel, how's it going? Hey Jessica, it's going great. Excellent. Lovely to hear your voice. Thank you. You as well. <laughs> this is as close as I get to hanging out with friends right now, so it feels really good. We'll, we'll see each other in a show in, in the near future. I would love that, especially now that shows are starting back up again. Um, I'm hitting Allentown um, this month. Wow, this is July now. I've yeah. lost track of time. Um, and then for sure, Texas next year. What's your next show? Uh, we're going to Southern Fried, so we'll be there into August. Ooh. Oh, that's close enough for me to go to. Yeah, you, should, you should totally go. Yeah, we should totally go. Okay, end of August, I'm in. I think it's August 20th is maybe this Friday or Saturday. Um, so that's... Oh, I like it. That's a week before my birthday. This sounds like good celebration times. I think so. Perfect. All right, it's a date. Um, so I appreciate you coming on to do this, uh, silly, weird little interview with me. Um, I have not yet been to electric bat and I need to rectify this like as soon as I possibly can. Um, for people who haven't been there, what would you say is your favorite or most unique part of the arcade? The arcade is attached to, um, an old dive bar punk venue so there are always shows going on nearly every night of the week um so you can really there's a lot to see there um my favorite part that doesn't have anything to do with the the actual venue though is that we have so many regulars that now it sort of feels like going to like a coffee shop in the nineties or whatever, you will just always <laughs> run into somebody that you know. And like, you can have like pickup games with just, you know, if I show up at six in the morning because we're open at six in the morning. So there's like some third shifters, like we've got, we've got all different people that just get up early. Um, yeah. So, so you can, you will see people that, you know, which is I good. Love- that, get along. Yeah, I love that feel, like the cheers vibe of you walking in and everybody's excited to see you. I also love that you're open in the morning. Do you do breakfast? Is there a breakfast situation? There is a breakfast situation. The kitchen doesn't usually open until 10 a.m. These days, post-COVID, you know, everything got a little screwy. But I expect that that will um, change shortly. On the weekends, we may be open for food at 6, too. I'm, I'm not... It, by the time people hear this, <laughs> it could be different. But, but we do have breakfast food. I I love a uh, a pinball brunch. I love it. It's one of my favorite things. Like if we I can, can do have that. a killer breakfast and like some pint glass mimosas or something, you know, just like if I can slam through that and play some pinball, I am a very happy lady. We are that that place. Perfect. All right, I'll be there soon. <laughs> Not too soon. It's real, real hot right now. You want to, you want to wait till September. You want to avoid your trips, you know, in late June to <laughs> end of August, go somewhere else. Okay. But, uh, All right. Uh, well, you'll enjoy just, it. I'll get it on the calendar for like a fall winter outing. Absolutely. 
perfect. Okay. And anyone listening, these are good tips for you as well. If you like me uh, are a wimp and hate the heat. So we have a lot of people coming from Milwaukee the last couple of weeks. I'm not sure why Um, or other parts of Wisconsin. And I, I always feel like, man, like, you did this backwards (laughs) (laughs) right escape your winter to our winter that's how that's supposed to work right Mm -hmm. that's what happens in florida we have a lot of like michiganders yeah us too show up here yep um so it's a very snowbird heavy area where i am so i can relate yeah absolutely (laughs) the odd ones out who are here all year round what is wrong with us i don't know um okay i love i love that i love the vibe i love the feel so are you like fluid with the concert venue can people come in between like if somebody's there to see a show do they come over to play pinball if you're playing pinball can you kind of like listen to what's going on yes so it um there's just double doors that are open all of the time um between between the venue side and the arcade side. So people definitely flow back and forth. Um, The arcade regulars have a little VIP bat card so that they can bypass um, cover charges for shows if they're just going to go play games. Um, You know, that's that's an honor system sort of thing. And they're, everybody's been really good about that. So that way they can come and play whenever. And there's most of the shows, many of the shows don't have cover. So it's just every once in a while that you don't have to worry about not being able to get into the arcade, but yeah, it's the having the various types of shows. And I say various types. It's we have both punk and ska. Um, we do, you know, metal stuff in that genre. We don't, you know, there's not a lot of um, Mazzy Star style <laughs> or light acoustics, but we, um, yeah. So there's there's a lot of a lot of different people that come in for those various genres, and mm-hmm. it's fun to see all of that in the arcade. Gary Stern showed up randomly, uh, or at least unannounced. He's a huge ska fan, so that makes well, sense. You say that jokingly. He is like there was a, a ska show on that night, and maybe it was just because he hadn't, you know, there haven't been hasn't been live music in so long. Yeah, but it was it was I don't know maybe two months ago, whatever, recently, and he hung out and watched that loud show right up front, like biggest smile on his face. That's until, amazing. Like midnight, having. I love it. It was so much fun to watch him watch them. <laughs> that's very, that's very cool. It's nice to have, you know, especially as people are like starting to get back out. It's nice to have multiple entertainment options in one place. So instead of having to be like, okay, well, we're going to go hang out and play some pinball or, you know, get some food and then go to the show. You can literally do all of the things at the one spot. Yeah. There are actually three different bars in our bar. So in the arcade, there's a tiki bar. <laughs> It's yes. A, it's a tiny little corner tiki bar and it's we we specialize in horror tiki, horror tiki, not horror tiki, but that's my specialty. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, you will love it. Um, 
And then where the venue is, where the stage is, is more like just that's the that's the original part of the building that opened in 1974. So that's kind of got that that's the dive part. And then through another door, you go into like a cocktail lounge that has more fancy liquors and um, sometimes there's DJs in there, but it's a, it's it. very, it's a different vibe. Okay. You can find me at the Tiki bar, even like a Tiki breakfast cocktail. I'm into that too. There, I can hit a lot of, uh, a lot of my sweet spots there. I'm enjoying this <laughs> already. Okay. So uh, we've got, we've set the scene now. Uh, what would you say is the most underrated game at Electric Bat? And why do you think people should give it a chance? I think it's probably Hot Doggin. It's either Hot Doggin or Night Rider. Okay. Um, Hot Doggin is like one of my favorite games. So people that haven't played it, super wide body. Um, it's about skiing. <laughs> it's a classic <laughs> valley course. skiing game. Um, but I... If you, if you shoot the ball up into the rollover lanes, the middle rollover lane is a K, it spells ski. That lights a kickback on the far right side. Um, not like an out lane kickback, like mid play field. That can give you some bonus. <laughs> There's a bunch of, it's just like a, it's a weird game, but not weird in a way that it's unpleasant to play. I think people have a hard time with it because um, it, it can it can be brutal, but yeah. it isn't. If you if you if you play it a lot and get a feel for it, it's rarely brutal. Um, and I think Night Rider is probably the same thing. Like you just another you know classic Bally. If you if you have it, it can be mean. Yeah, I feel like hot that's why dog you get five two. balls on on that ball on that. Oh yeah, yeah. Hot dog that's... and you don't. You get three because. You, sh- As you, you should really be able to do it in three. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hot Dog in 2, I feel like, is so different looking in terms of layout and mechanics that some people who aren't as familiar with some weird wide body layouts can walk up to it and be like, hmm, you know, I'm you not quite sure what to do with this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's, there's a lot here uh, <laughs> and it feels a little less approachable, but I love a good wide body and I love a weird geometry on a game so um i'm a fan for sure um okay so if there was any game that exists or doesn't exist that you could have at the arcade that you haven't had there yet what would you have that exists or doesn't exist yeah oh um on the exist list (laughs) i like that's a thing now (laughs) yeah yeah um, i've never had a viking i would like to have a viking real real bad um in line drop targets forever yeah yeah i love i love that game um games that don't exist hmm, maybe like an eon flux or something like oh MTV yeah. Yeah, graphics, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Flux. I think mm-hmm. that would be that would be cool. You could do some, you know, like shadow, weird magnet, jumpy around things. Yeah. I think you could do a lot with that that theme 
and that's very flash 25 people would love it yes <laughs> i i worked at mtv in the late 90s so you're kidding <laughs> No. Um, so I would find random stuff in closets like they made an Eon Flux like comic book that I found. Just I like all it. this random Ah, yes. <laughs> and I'm like, I didn't know this was a thing. It's just like, here's this weird thing I find at work. Um yeah, but that's very flashbacky for me. I like it. What did you do at MTV? I worked for their news radio division. Um oh. so I wrangled artists and then clipped interviews package them to send them to radio stations in like small towns to make it sound like they had interviewed a famous artist, even though they did oh, not. Oh, sneaky. I like it. Yeah. My first day I walked in and they're like, okay, we need you to go get Lil Kim out of the bathroom. No shit. Yeah. So that's oh. my first job. Let's get Lil Kim out of the bathroom. It was fun. I met Slash <laughs> and Alice Cooper. Like I got to meet really rad humans doing this weird niche job that I didn't know existed. That sounds yeah. fantastic. <laughs> it was pretty good. Okay. This is not, this isn't about me. This is about your dream Eon Flux game that I think would be really cool graphically too, to have. Uh, I'm into it. Uh, when you are not working, which I know is all the time, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> you get a mm-hmm. rare time to go perhaps play pinball elsewhere. Where is your favorite place that you've gone to play that is not your own place? Well, when I used to do the show circuit pretty heavily and I got a chance to travel to you know, basically everywhere that there's a pinball show, mm-hmm. um, my favorite one was Next Level up in hillsborough oregon yes yes i love my that place me I, too i love it i like i mean not only do they have just you know every game ever fred's yeah. fred's collections of collections you know every lunchbox that's ever been made every like just he-man that's ever been made it, it's just an 70s and 80s memorabilia um over overstimulation um that's so great you could lose yourself there and i did often i used to go there once or twice a week and so i haven't been since they expanded i was there you know like i saw the empty spot where it was you know gonna be so i am anxious to get back there um yeah Yeah. i'm gonna go back there locally um there's there are some cool i like playing pinball at places that are having tournaments that I am not running. That is fun. <laughs> um, so there's a place in, in uh, about 15 miles from us called level one. They're, they're really cool. Some friends of mine own that. Um, there's another one called Starfighters, which they're, they're a entrance fee free play arcade and they have lots of great games. Um, and then there's a, a newer place that's in a brewery, not not too far from us also called Danger Zone and he buys the LEs of everything and oh. one off arcade games, just weird, um like homebrew style stuff. So that's okay. That's a cool place to play some games you that aren't usually on location. Nice. So I like that. We're all we're all friends. We're all um helping each other. Community not going. competition. Yeah. Yes. For sure. Yeah. That's the way to grow it. Um, what is your favorite song? The song that you will never get tired of hearing. 
probably for nostalgia reasons, Temple of Love by Sisters of Mercy. Yes, Sisters of Mercy. <laughs> this is how I get to find out all of the things that I have in common with people that I didn't know about before. Um, because I was just this morning uh, rocking some Dominion. So, no. <laughs> yes. Yes, ma'am. Uh, I love this choice. Super nostalgic. That's good stuff. All right. I can get with that. Um, all right. We're just going down. We're going down a list of things that people hate to try and choose one of. So favorite beverage. Right now, Thai tea with boba. Mm -hmm. Some lime. I you don't hit yours with lime. I've never put lime in Thai tea. I, mm. I will do that next time. Okay. I like it. I, I uh, don't do a ton of boba drinks, but the Thai tea is always really nice. Okay. I like, Favorite. I like the way that they like shoot through the straw. <laughs> <laughs> I saw an ad for, and I was going to buy it, even though I don't drink a lot of it because I thought it was great. You know how they have like metal straws that you can take around now. They uh -huh. have um, a reusable a boba boba straw. Yes. Oh. Yeah. I was like, that's a weapon in some places. <laughs> I also like those aloe drinks that, that have like the chunks in them. Yes. So I'm not sure. You know, I, I never used to like the drinks with food in them. That seems kind of <laughs> gross. And I remember when there was like Orbits and all those other weird drinks. I don't, how was that suspended? Like what, that could not have been something that was good to put in your body. No, maybe. Yeah. No. Yeah. And what were the balls? Mystery balls. Mystery balls. Yeah. That was I had a bottle of it that good. I kept. Yeah, I kept it like on my windowsill because I'm like, I'm never going to drink it, but it looks rad. Yeah, it's one of those things that everyone will buy at least once. Yeah, and maybe try. And that's, and that's why it lasted for <laughs> the short amount of time that it lasted. Everyone's got theirs. Okay, we can close up shop now. We're done now. Just sit it next to your bottle of Zima and we're fine. <laughs> um, okay, so if I'm coming to hang out there and play some games, aside from your place, what's your favorite local restaurant? I have a favorite local restaurant and a favorite local bar. I will give you Perfect. them both because they're very, they're different. Okay. Um, one of them is called the White Rabbit Bar, which is in Gilbert, Arizona, which is outskirts of Phoenix. And it is a speakeasy apothecary. Um, the cocktails are incredible, like out of this world cocktails, but it's one of those places that you have to know a password. And I know like, as I'm describing that, I can, I can like visualize people's faces as they <laughs> hear me talking about like this, you know, bougie, trendy, like, okay, thanks, Rachel pass. But this one, just trust me, like this one is different from the other ones. And it, it feels very like, like the people that are there are really into it and care about it. And, all the apothecary stuff is neat and the cocktails are out of this world. So this one is one that you should go to. Um, you can get the password by, you know, if you go on their website, it tells you how to get the password. The, okay. The restaurant is parlor, which is a pizza joint um, pretty close to my house in Phoenix that they do, you know, wood fire pizza. They have, kind of standard flavors but it's all really good ingredients um 
there are places similar to this all over, but this one, I think this is my favorite wood fired pizza place. But in addition, they have like great sandwiches that everything that they have is really good, made with good stuff. And they have interesting rotating like market, you know, have this weird pizza or this weird soup. They're good and they have great desserts and they also have good cocktails. Nice. I love it. I'm into it. I love a good pizza. Um, Favorite action movie? Blade Runner. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. Would also potentially be a fun pinball theme. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Eon Flux Blade Runner side by side. (laughs) Spooky. You can, you can make another duo machine. Let's do these two. (laughs) I, I had a moment when, um, you know, Halloween got announced and then I was immediately informed. Uh, my partner was like, Spooky just released another machine. And in my head, I got insanely excited for no reason because it wasn't real. But in my head, I had already put together a narrative of they've got all the John Carpenter licensing. They made a big trouble in Little China machine. And that was not true. But- I just got chills. Like, just when you said that. <laughs> But in my head, I was like, this is the greatest day ever. And I was just like, no, of course, that's not actually what happened. But I was living in a, a you know, real waking dream moment for, for, for a uh, second there before I was snapped out. <laughs> that would have been a hard choice for me. We we went, we got Halloween. Um, Congratulations. But I do know some people. Oh, thanks. I do know some people that, um, I know two separate people that got one of each. Oh, I'm wow. sure there are more than that, but these are two people that that I have talked to. So wow, well, um, you and I balance each other because I got Ultraman. So oh, awesome! <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to play Ultraman. Um, I I mean, but at the Electric Bat, it may. I mean, Halloween is what makes sense to be there. That's it's kind right. Of a, <laughs> that's okay. right up our alley. So uh, I'll come play your Halloween, and you can come play my Ultraman. Deal. Traits. Perfect. Um, okay. Now I don't, people may know or may not know that you are a, an absolutely jaw dropping uh, artist outside of the realm of anything else. Like when I first saw your work, I was just like, I can't like, ha- I couldn't conceive <laughs> of how something like this even comes to be. But you, your painting is so beautiful and like so evocative and has so many like layers and it's so dark. And it's so, it's wonderful. So um, everyone Thank look you up so Rachel's much. artwork, please. Um, I'll put links in all of the, the show notes and stuff. But um, who is your favorite visual artist? It doesn't have to be a pinball based kind of thing. Um even though this is a pinball podcast, I don't necessarily want to talk about pinball all the time, but um, who is not necessarily someone who's inspires you, but someone who's your favorite to, to kind of, you know, get into their work. Um, Somebody that I go back to a lot is a guy named Christian Rex Van Minen. Um, You can look him up on Instagram or wherever else. He makes stuff that is both insanely realistic but also just real messed up and kind of just textures there's all kinds of beautiful realistic hair textures crossed with like tattooed skin and gummy 
like gummy bear kind of <laughs> it, it's just there's a there's a lot to see there okay um, there and they tend to be all amalgamated into lumps of things that are somewhat figurative so it may look like a um like a like a portrait of somebody but it won't there won't be like a face there or there may just be sort of this like bumpy flesh thing that may have like some eyes sort of tattooed on I'm not describing it in a way that does it justice, but I think that he's um, he's got a wonderful talent for like just texture and stuff that looks just real, real interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. I had to look while you're describing it because I'm just like, I need to get some kind of visual to go along with this. And your description is actually really good for this, even though it sounds very odd. Uh, you guys just have to check this out for yourself because wow. Like I've never seen anything, particularly the style before. Yeah. Christian Rex Van Minnen, M I N N E N, I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's some trippy stuff. I like that. There's a whole mushroom uh, phallus thing happening here that I really enjoy. <laughs> I believe that. I mean, not that you enjoy it, which I also believe, but I mean that he's doing it. <laughs> yes, yes. All the way around. Awesome. That's another great recommendation. All right. More things for you guys to look up, please. That's, that's really cool. Like, so, so different kind of stuff. This is this is fun. I like this. All right, you can uh, find me at um, at Rachel Best Art. That's all yes. of my internet things on on the social things. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Um, all right, if you are uh, if you have some time off, you got a little time on your hands. You're taking a trip. What is what is your favorite road trip destination? Where are you going? My favorite road trip was from South Carolina to New Orleans on our way from moving Kale, my husband, um, out to Phoenix with me. So that, from South Carolina to New Orleans, incredible. Got to see all kinds of stuff. New Orleans, one of the greatest cities in the world. But then, like, the rest of the way, like, the all of that never-ending time through Texas and that part. So, so the reverse, the Arizona to New Orleans would not nearly be as fun. I would want, I want the, the East, the East coast version of that trip okay. again. Um, yeah. So that's what that's, I would do. That's fair. I will wave the uh, magic road trip wand and make that happen. Done. All right. Um, I've saved a very serious question for the end. This is extremely important. So we're serious faces now. Rachel. Serious face. How many pinballs can you fit into a 1953 Dodge and Bumper car? <laughs> that has the little like low spot where you get in. So you're really limited by like how you can stack them. Um, mm -hmm. Let's see. I have a case of pinballs right here. That is 175. So I, I haven't, I'm going to say 7,000. That's perfect. That's, that's, that's where I'm going to go. 7,000. An even 7,000. I like it. 
Yeah. Excellent. Rachel, thank you for doing this very silly um, little interview segment with me. Um, it's been really enjoyable hearing some more about you and about the arcade. Um, if people are interested in visiting Electric Bat Arcade, and you should be, um, they're located at 29 West Southern Avenue in Tempe, Arizona. Um, the website is electricbatarcade.com. They are on all the socials at Electric Bat Arcade. They are open 6 a.m. to 2 a.m., which is amazing. Um, 365 days a year. It's all coin drop, which we love. Long live quarters and tokens and all the fun things uh, that are tactile. <laughs> and prices for games go between 25 cents and a dollar per game. Um, are there any other things that you would like to plug or information you would like to share that maybe I missed? Um, we also have a second location up in Flagstaff, Arizona. So that is up at between seven and 8,000 feet. It's much, much cooler if you're here in the <laughs> summer. It is, uh, the address on that is 15 North WC Riles Drive. Um, it's just right off Route 66 on your way to the Grand Canyon. Um, so I like it. check that out I as like, well. I like the commercial, like, right off Route 66. <laughs> open, uh, open, open. <laughs> our low, low game prices. That's fantastic. Rachel, thank you so much. It's been uh, a joy to speak to you. And I can't wait to see you at Southern Fried because that's going to happen now. Yes, I am excited. I can't wait to see you. Six weeks. Six weeks. I love it. Thanks, Rachel. All righty. All right. Bye. <laughs>